This is 50 Reasons to Visit Britain. We're your hosts, Joe Donnan and Caitlin Potts. Coming up on today's show, a beloved beverage brings out Joe's and my inner marketing nerds. Caitlin Starstruck has yet another almost story for us. Who loves tea more, the Brits or the Irish? Maybe, just maybe, you'll find out. And we're back at our food and drink team and spilling the tea with reason number 24. everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of our 50 Reasons to Visit Britain from Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name is Caitlin, and I take my tea with cubes of ice and a sprinkle of sugar. And I'm Joe, and you're disgusting. I mean, wait, sorry, that's, you're talking about iced tea, right? (laughs) Correct. How do you take your tea, Joe? Go ahead. Normally. Hot. (laughs) During each episode, we will be focusing on a new and exciting reason to travel to Britain. In case you can't already tell, today's reason 24 is British tea, which I I am drinking right now. (sighs) I had coffee earlier today. And I'll probably have some iced tea later with lunch. So there you go. There you go. I actually have some fun facts about like how iced tea came to be a thing and stuff, which you might find out later. So boom. Later, not now. I mean, well, I could tell you now. Actually, now would be a good time to tell you. (laughs) Okay. So did you know that iced tea was actually created by an accident? So in... 1904, at the St. Louis World's Fair, there was a heat wave, and that led this tea planter named Richard Blenchton to add ice to his tea, and that caused a sensation, and iced tea was born, and everybody was raving about it. How about that? Uh, I am eating a scone and drinking some Yorkshire tea. You are at a loss for words at how how incredible. I have one more fact for you, too. In 1908, New York tea merchant Thomas Sullivan sent samples of tea to customers, and they were in small silk bags. People who received these silk bags wrongly assumed that the bags were meant to be placed into the teapots. And that is how tea bags were born. So there you go. Believe it or not, I did know that one, and it's a very good one. Um, it's interesting. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. the more you know, the more you know. Well, I want to know about your BuzzFeed quiz results. So, our quiz this reason was: What kind of tea are you, and what kind are you, Joe? What'd you get? I'm still trying to figure that out, to be honest, because I've never heard of it. It is bubble tea. Oh, bubble tea or boba tea is a sweet so there's, there's no explanation on the BuzzFeed quiz. It just says bubble tea, and that's it. So I've had to go Googling, and it's apparently a sweet drink that combines milk-flavored tea and tapioca pearls that are sucked up through an extra-large straw and chewed. So, <laughs> so BuzzFeed, you're wrong. I've only had this once. Okay. I wasn't a fan. However, 
there are like a million ways to drink bubble tea, like a million different, you know, ways you can, you can add this or this or have this flavoring or whatever. So maybe you just need to find the right, the right makeup, but that's, that's fun. <laughs> that's so fun for you. That is so fun for you. I mean, here's the thing. It's more fun than what I got. So I got green tea. Oh, wow. It's okay. But I feel like it's just, you know, bubble tea at least has more personality to it. It's got more going. So. Yeah, but at least people have heard of green tea. So. I know. That's true. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, BuzzFeed, you were were a loser today, BuzzFeed. We're sorry. You were a loser, but you're a winner in our hearts. Of course. (laughs) The little online newspaper that could. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's so nice. Kids, in case you're listening, don't ever say that you get your news from BuzzFeed in like an interview or something. (laughs) Because one time I might have done that back when I was in in college. I get my news from BuzzFeed and Keeping Up with the Kardashians. (laughs) All right, moving on. Um, So crystal math, we have black tea being the most popular type of tea consumed in the UK. It forms 70% of the tea that the British drink on average. So not not too high on the green tea uh, spectrum, I guess. The UK exports about 21,000 tons of tea each year to other countries. That contributes 110 million Great British pounds to the economy each year. Crazy money. Crazy money. They'll need it after Brexit. What? Oh, Oh, I see what you did. I I see what you did. More than 165 million cups of tea are consumed every day in the UK. Wow. That sounds about right, Joe. Yep, I guess so. I guess so. So, Joe, you are a major tea fan, as you know, as I have, I have learned. Are you excited for learning about British tea today? Uh, am I a major tea fan? I feel like you never drink coffee ever. Oh yeah, no, I, I hate coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your your tea. You literally just got tea ready for this episode. You are a tea person. Not only did I get tea ready, I got Yorkshire tea ready. I didn't just go for my normal Irish tea. I committed. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, our, I hope you're sitting down. I hope you're ready. You've got your tea. You've got your scones. You are all set, right? All right. We're going to dive in. So the first type of tea we're going to talk about today is PG Tips. This is the most popular tea in Britain. It's a blend of the finest Assam, Ceylon, and Kenyan teas, which form together to produce a rich and refreshing flavor. These tea bags are particularly unique because they are formed in the shape of pyramids. This shape gives the tea leaves more room to, to move around than they would if they were in a flat conventional tea bag. And fun fact, when I was living in um, Belfast, I lived there for about five, six months or so. I don't know if you know that, Joe, but I did. And when I was living there, that was the kind of tea that um, we tended to have on hand in the kitchen. And I remember that now. I was 
when I was looking up different types of tea, I was like, oh, I remember the pyramid bags and I just, oh, and it was just so, so fun. And I don't know. And maybe you had to be there, but. I'm sorry to say you lived in Belfast for a while. I did. Wow. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, I'll learn, happily learn share something new about you every day. What's yeah. that? I learn something new about you every day. <laughs> I'm from Florida too. So there's that. Um, so PG Tips also has this really adorable stuffed monkey in its commercials that explains why it's the best tea out there. There's this one commercial where he's wearing like a bathrobe and he's sitting at the kitchen and you know he's at the table and he's preparing two cups of tea and like he's comparing. So he's got the one with the pyramid tea bag and he has the one with the regular tea bag and it's just so cute and and silly and stupid and if I didn't already drink PG tips when I was in Belfast, I would have been sold right then and there. So well, now I have to go and find a new cape and carers for this episode. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? No, I'm joking. But oh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in case you are wanting to go out and try this tea right now, it's recommended to let your PG tips tea steep for about two to three minutes. And PG Tips has a bit of a traditional, everyday feel to it. Um, That's my observation when I was kind of researching the different types of teas that are popular in Britain. Um, So when you compare it to the other types that are out there, it feels like you're everyday, you know, going to get through the day, very traditional type of tea. All right, Joe. So we've got PG Tips on our list. What else do we have? I think this... This next team might be one that you are a bit of a fan of. Can you tell us about the next one? Yes. I am going to talk to you about Yorkshire tea right now. And it just so happens that I am drinking Yorkshire tea right now. Um, Yorkshire tea is a black tea blend produced by the Betty's and Taylor's group. It's the second most popular tea brand in the UK after the aforementioned PG Tips. Yorkshire's tea's flavors include the likes of Yorkshire tea decaf, Yorkshire tea for hard water, and its luxury brew, Yorkshire Gold. Guess which one Luxury Joe is drinking right now? Hey, hey! Exciting! Their taglines are, where everything's done proper, which is not great English, and let's let's have a proper brew. Yorkshire tea is a very strong brew and not flowery at all, like an Earl Grey, for example. It's recommended to let it steep for four to five minutes. The makers of Yorkshire tea also own and run the famous Betty's Cafe Tea Rooms in York. There are six different locations and certainly a must on your UK bucket list. These cafe tea rooms are a cross between a traditional English tea room and a sophisticated Swiss cafe. You'll also find a selection of sweets and light meals to go along with your Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea branding has a bit of a posh feel to it when compared to other teas. It seems only fitting that the term proper is used in its slogan. Also. Yes, also. There's a video. I don't know if you've seen it, Joe. It's called The Tea Song. And it's just wonderful, magical. Like it lifts off all of these wishful thinking capabilities of tea like all the things that you know it's just it's it's so i don't know if you've seen it but i um we can include a link in our show notes too so anybody else can see but it's like it starts out with this girl she's breaking up with her boyfriend and 
she's like, but you know, just go home and have a cuppa. Like, you know, it'll be fine. And all of a sudden she breaks out into song and she's like, you know, um, can you, is, is your boss being like unreasonable? Have some tea or, you know, um, is your dog like, does your dog not, is your, does your dog need to grow some fur? Have some tea or give it some tea. Like, it's just like stupid, really weird, but really funny, like random things that apparently tea can do to make your life better. And it's just so silly and fun. And I think you might enjoy it. I bet you tea can help with all of the things that are mentioned, no matter how silly. I'm pretty sure. I Especially Yorkshire tea. I'm pretty sure that that would be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> there was a tea. I think I've talked about my Yorkshire tea experience before, but I kind of have to again. Um, again, <laughs> travel gives you the opportunity to figure these things out. And myself and Anne landed for a fam trip a little earlier in the day than everybody else. So we took a trip from Leeds from York, yeah, into Yorkshire Dales, anyway, just to the edge of the national park there. And we found a tiny little village and we both badly needed a cup of tea after a long overnight flight and travel and all that. So we popped into one of these little, um, tea rooms that are talked about. They're not actually one of the Betty's ones, but just a normal little village cafe. And we must have drank three pots of tea there. We just asked for the Yorkshire tea or whatever was local and just sat down, had a scone and tea. And it was just the best tea both of us have ever had, which was um, amazing. And we couldn't understand why, but it was a lot of it was down to the water and the area because, as I mentioned there, there is a Yorkshire tea for hard water. You know, they, they really put a lot of stock into the type of water that goes into their tea because obviously that makes a huge difference on the flavor profile and how long you steep it and all that. So yeah, it was just, it was, I can't describe why it was such an amazing cup of tea, but like I, I will literally never forget it. So yeah. <laughs> huh. So since then I've gone and bought a couple of boxes of Yorkshire tea for home and I have them every so often. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't know. Those tea rooms, Especially the um, Betty's Cafe Tea Rooms sound amazing, but the one you were in, that sounds pretty cool too. Pardon the interruption, but we would like to ask you all to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and lots more. We would really appreciate your reviewing us on any and all of these, as that is the best way for new listeners to find us. Right about now, we have a segment that we like to call Caitlin's Little Jack Horner, which is copy rhyming slang for Caitlin's Corner. In this segment, we give Caitlin some slang, and she has to guess what the translation is to proper English. Caitlin, last week I gave you a kind of easy one related to what we were talking about. So this week I'm going to give you one related to what we're talking about, but it's not as easy. Mm. Um the the actual clue is related to what we're talking about and the answer is not so oh boy. there you go okay and the, the clue is tea leaf tea leaf yep. okay interesting and you have a few minutes to try and figure that out as we talk a little bit more about a little bit more stuff all right and we'll get an answer from you towards the end of the episode Sounds like a plan. 
Okay, so next we are going to talk about Tetley tea. Tetley tea was founded in 1837 and is the largest tea company in the UK and Canada. It's recommended to let this tea steep for three to five minutes, which is still a long time. Tetley's is known Tetley's is known for introducing drawstring tea in nineteen fifty-seven. On each side of the tea bag a bit of string exists and is used to remove the tea bag after it steeps. The string is intended to cause less of a mess and hassle. It also has a line called Innovative Super Tea that includes vitamins to help support immune systems and reduce tiredness and fatigue. Tetley Tea seems like the cool Instagram influencer of British teas. And you're probably not wrong there. I remember in probably the 90s, they had some pretty good advertising in Ireland to try and get Irish people to drink more Tetley Tea rather than more Irish tea. Oh, really? Um, And I, I can't remember anything about it, but I do. It sticks in my mind for that reason, that their marketing was kind of fun and interesting. Yeah. Um. Made me consider it a little bit, but not really. So. Consider, but but not not totally, right? It's all about front of mind. I know what it is. Brand awareness. That's all that really matters, right? Totally, totally, yes. Yeah, um, when I was doing my research, it, you know, it was just, it was interesting to compare these different teas from a marketing perspective and kind of see how they chose to brand themselves and everything. And Tetley Tea definitely had the Instagram um type of feel to it. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's move on to something a little bit different. Um, this is Twining's tea. Now it's fairly popular throughout the UK as well as the US. So definitely, definitely um, something you've more than likely heard of. One fan in particular is Her Royal Majesty, the Queen of England. If you want to truly dine like a royal Look no further than Twining's. The queen drinks Twining's Earl Grey tea with a splash of milk and no sugar. And I don't really know why that is such a fun fact to me, but it is. I like that. I think that's kind of fun. Um, Twining's is one of the oldest importers of tea to Britain, having started back in 1706. You can visit the Twinings Tea Shop on the Strand in London, and take a free self-guided tour. This museum is dedicated entirely to the brand, and you can also enjoy a cuppa while you're here. You'll find artifacts on display, including the original royal warrant Queen Victoria granted to Twinings. You'll also find antique tea caddies, as well as old advertisements dating back to centuries. And going back to the whole royal thing, I don't know. I just, there's just something very cool about, you know, thinking that the queen is just sitting there and she's enjoying her tea and she's just, I don't know, whatever. I also just like fun fact too, not related to tea, but somewhere when I was Googling stuff about like the royals drinking tea, somebody asked the question of like, what is um, the queen's favorite song? And it seemed as though the actual answer and not like just a made up stupid answer was the dancing queen, which I think that's just like, like, can you just imagine her like putting on her finest, her finest Royal crown, you know, whatever jewelry and just like spinning around in her room and being giddy. And I don't know. Queen is a person, you know, (laughs) 
She's just a normal person. <laughs> she's just like us. Anyway. Weird stuff when she's alone and has she the really does. I mean, yeah, maybe so she's she got her hairbrush out. You know, her her gold hairbrush as a microphone, and she's singing into it, and she's just having a blast. I don't know. Big With her hair guitar on us, yeah. No, sure <laughs> exactly what happens. With her twinings tea as well. All right, back to back to the tea though. Sorry, guys. You can also take a tea masterclass with twinings to learn the true do's and don'ts of brewing, best cuisine pairings, and traditional British tea practices. So there you have it. Very good. I feel like I should give a shout out to another tea that I've had and that I really enjoyed. Um, and again, they take their tea very seriously over in Britain, as I'm sure everybody knows, but also in Scotland. And when we were in Scotland at one point, there's a company there called Brodies that makes tea. And it is probably the second best tea I've, or the, you know, the second best tea I have been served. I'll put it that way. Like I have my everyday tea that I really like and enjoy, but memories of cups of tea this this one is up there as well um brodie's still produces tea in scotland and it's available in distinctive drums and it's popular with visitors to scotland like my good self it's a family business and has been importing and blending tea since 1867 starting in Leith in scotland um and yeah i can't remember what hotel we were at but we had a cup of tea and some scones there and we ended up asking it was one of the smaller independent hotels i cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now but we asked the proprietor the owner um what tea she was using and she was like oh it's brody's x brand tea and we we're like oh my god it's so good we have to get some and she was like oh there's you know, she wasn't obnoxious about it. She was very nice, but she's like, there's no point in you bringing that, that to the US. It is brewed specifically and blended specifically for the type of water that we have in this area, and this area alone. Um, therefore, it's just, it's not going to taste the same no matter where you go. And that's just the way it is, basically. So we're like, oh. Um, so you definitely have to go to Britain then, right? Like yes, there's a yeah, whole yeah. other reason to go right there. That's Absolutely. really cool. Hmm. I yeah. like it. I like it. All right, Joe. The time has come, huh? The time has come. The end to Caitlin's Corner. The saga that has been going on for the last probably 10 minutes. People, people have been back and forth. They've been like, what the hell is tea leaf? What could it be? Because... If they Google it, they'd probably find out. But I know to trust you that you didn't Google it. You know what? I have never, ever Googled one of these before. Um, never even entered your head, I'm sure. It really hadn't. I'm I'm actually honest with you. Um, no, it, I definitely didn't, believe it or not. I did write it down on a piece of paper. I did write tea leaf. And then I wrote down a few of my ideas. Because um, I, I take my, um, you know, I take this very seriously. So, um. A joke idea, well, not really a joke idea, but like an idea that I know it is not is good grief, but I was thinking Charlie Brown, but I'm sure that that does not really resonate quite as well over there in the UK. Um, I'm going to go, okay, I have three other answers. Can I just go for them? Sure. 
Okay, cool. Okay. So the first one is relief. Okay, that's not correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the second one is belief. Also not correct. Oh, man. I, well, the third one is probably definitely wrong because it's so <laughs> So probably right then. It's coral reef. Oh, God, no, that's way far. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, uh, okay, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me what it is. It's actually quite simple compared to the ones that you went with. It's thief. Thief? Thief, like a robber, a thief. Oh, a thief. Yep. Oh, oh, coral reef thief. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not even coral reef, tea leaf thief. No, not tea leaf. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, why didn't well, I get that one? Not totally sure, but hmm, there you have well, it. Coral reef was a close second, obviously. <laughs> so very close. Yeah. It was so close. All right. Well, are you ready for your turn? I have two questions for you because we're all about quality rather than quantity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's how I'm spinning that. Um, so your first question, little is it known that twinings actually was not originally um a tea business it was something else first so your options are and i guess the question here is what was twining's original business platform was it coffee scones or confectionery Uh, i'm gonna go with confectionery you might want to think about it a little bit longer I'm not making a second guess because if I get it wrong, then I'm embarrassed. So I'm going to go with confectionery. All right. Well, that was not right. However, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is coffee. They originally were um, in the coffee business because tea was very, very expensive for them to create and um, to work with and sell and everything. And it was such a hot commodity. So, yes, coffee was there. Okay. Too obvious then. All right. You know, yeah, I thought that was pretty obvious. All right. Um, so we've gone over how tea is big in Ireland, tea is big in the UK. So according to a World Atlas study, which of those countries drinks more tea? Is it Ireland or is it the UK? Drinks more tea per person or? Like per year. Or, I'm sorry. Our country per year? It's like each person per year. Okay. Ireland. Wow. Good job. Yeah. I mean, I guess you had a 50-50 shot, so I shouldn't give you too much credit. No, I, if, if it wasn't per person, if it was per country per year, I obviously would have gone with Britain or England or whatever, because there's more more people there simply. But yeah, the Irish the Irish take their tea drinking very seriously. They so. do, they do, yes. Um the stats show that the consumption rate is higher in Ireland. Um so it's each person drinks four point eight three pounds annually or two point one nine kilograms annually for other people in Ireland. 
whereas in the UK, it's 4.28 pounds annually or 1.94 kilograms. So, yeah, not too big a difference. Not too big, but it's still a difference. Still a difference. Absolutely. And so now I'm excited. So I'm going to talk about our hidden gem for this reason and a wonderful, wonderful way to celebrate the British culture when you are over in the UK is to not only drink tea, but visit um, a tea room and have high tea. And that's what I did when I was in Scotland last fall. So I visited the high tea, I'm sorry, I visited Preston Field House of Edinburgh, Scotland for high tea. Um, And if you are looking for a special way to really enjoy your time in the UK, we strongly recommend doing something like this. It's nothing short of luxurious. It will truly be a memorable occasion as you're served tea by a cozy, roaring log fire. You'll receive a tantalizing selection of leaf teas, including Prestonfield's own unique blends. You'll also enjoy their exceptional home baking, hot savories, scones, and sandwiches. And while this is happening, you'll be seated in the most indulgent of surroundings. And if you're lucky, you just might see an A-list celebrity or two. So I sense I sense a story here, Kitten. You know what? I, you might be right. So um, when I was there with Sabrina and Renee and Amanda, um, and I, I'm definitely that person right now who's telling stories about people and only using their first names. So sorry, as if, as if everybody listening knows who they all are. Sorry, um, but anyway, I was there, and I remember. We were sitting and it's just, it is just this amazing, amazing experience. It's just everything you look at is beautiful. It's just everything is a work of art, as is the food and the tea that you're consuming. But I remember at the end of our um, tea, high tea, whatever, our our little excursion, I remember we took a little walking tour um, just around the area. And I remember the person who was guiding us was talking about how this is obviously, you know, a, a very high to do thing. And they get, they often get celebrities who are visiting when they're on location or whatever. And the person giving us our tour said that just about a week or two before, maybe a a little while before we had sat at our table, that Leonardo DiCaprio actually sat at our table once when he was staying in um, Scotland in Edinburgh. And so I was super, super excited. So I kind of almost could have met Leonardo DiCaprio had we been there at the same time. And obviously we weren't, but I just thought that was so cool. Literally sitting, drinking tea at the same place as Jack Dawson and what a fun time. And whoa, isn't that cool? That is so fun for you. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was so cool. Like I've never, <laughs> I've never really met a famous person no, that's not true. I did kind of meet Kevin from the office a, a month or two ago, but besides that, I really haven't, and I thought that was amazing, and it was. So yeah, and you've, you've seen Tom Brady behind tinted windows. <laughs> I did. I swear to God, I was at a stop sign or red light, and he was in the other lane, and he was right there, and it was raining, but it was definitely him in the tinted window car to my left. So anyway, obviously. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Another fun fact about Preston Fieldhouse is that they filmed scenes from Netflix's Outlaw King on 
um, Preston Field House of Ground. So another another fun little tidbit for you. I quite like that movie. I would recommend watching. Yeah, agreed. Um, this is just one option of hundreds of um, you know tea houses and places you can visit to have wonderful tea in the UK. I'm sure hundreds is a small number, probably thousands. Um, but it is one that we highly recommend as it is an experience for sure. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. I can't recommend it because I wasn't invited. So, I'm sorry. You were on another I mean, <laughs> trip, um, like a few days after that. So I think you were fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Joe. So what's our tour for this reason? Our tour for this reason, this week, is an escorted tour. It's the eight-day Taste of Britain tour. It's a perfect tour to wrap up our British food and drink team. You'll have the opportunity to try out all of the very best food and drink we've discussed and see most of the UK's most incredible attractions while you are at it. You'll spend time in London, Edinburgh, the Highlands, and more, while you visit many of the museums and must-see spots we've talked about in past episodes and have incredible food opportunities for haggis, scones, whiskey, and, of course, tea. Um, Taste of Britain has a couple of different meanings there in that you get a taste of the actual, all of the countries involved as you dip in and out and you spend some time doing most of the highlights. But there is also, as we mentioned, the opportunities for food, which is always good. And with these escorted tours, you get taken everywhere, which is always nice. Um, you generally get told what to do. And for certain tours, or if you are looking to just go to Britain for the first time and see what you might like the best, this is always a, a great way to see it first because the experts tell you where you're going. They, they do this tour every week, so they just have it down to a fine art. And it really packs in so much during the time you're there. So, yeah. Plus food. <laughs> food, exactly. Food is, yes. if, you, if there's food, I will be there. So there you go. <laughs> food, food, yes. food. All right, Caitlin. We've made it. Made it as far as Caitlin Cares again. I actually forgot to explain what Caitlin Cares is in the last episode. So I'm <gasps> doing it again here. How dare you? Caitlin. Caitlin Cares. Is it an acronym? Is that what you call it? I believe so. I think that's the right word. Anyway, Cares stands for something. It's Caitlin's cute animal reaction and excitement segment. It is is where, because at the end of the episode, um, we give Caitlin a a reward for getting through the episode because, and also she just gets really excited (laughs) by seeing cute animals. So try and pick one that has some sort of a um, reason for being in the episode and we go with it from there so I, f- I found what I think is a cool one I hope we didn't use it before we may well have but um, I think you'll appreciate it so. oh my gosh look at that little baby what is he even doing? How did he get those boots on? Did he? Did did someone help him? Did he just slip his little paw in each one? Look at his little face. Is he sad? Because he's. I'm sorry. I should probably say what I'm looking at. So <laughs> it's a pig. 
a baby little miniature pig, probably. And a, it's a teacup pig. Teacup pig, and he's that's why that's why he's in this episode. Oh, oh, that's brilliant! I love that. That's oh, that's such a good analogy. Okay, so it's a teacup pig. And he is standing in a puddle, but he's protecting his little teacup um, legs or teacup toes or whatever we want to call them. His teacup tootsies. And he's wearing little miniature teacup boots and they're precious. He does look pretty miserable, though. No, he does. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he, oh, you know what? I bet. He's standing in the puddle and he really wants to jump in it and he has his boots on and his mom's like, if you jump in that puddle, there's no ice cream later or whatever. And he's looking like, really, mom, this is all I wanted to do today. And he's super excited and he just can't do it. And he's like, but, but, but please, don't you think? And his mom is just like, stand there for the photo. We can take off the boots after. It's fine. Fine. So precious. I really want a tea pig. Tea pig. I really want a teacup pig so bad. I've wanted one for so long. I want to put like a little a little top hat on it and like I don't know, like just have him walk around and follow me around all day and just be like, oh, it's just my teacup pig, no big deal. And I don't know, he'd be so cute. I think a teacup pig would suit you. He'd be precious. I know. I also really like bacon though, so that would probably be a problem. But maybe I would I would love my teacup pig enough to not eat bacon because that'd be precious. I don't know. You heard it here first, people. Kaitan is vegan now. <laughs> oh, I love him. Thank you, Joe. All right. Well, we have reached the bottom of our kettle and our script. We hope you'll join us next time when we start our new theme, Islands. And to kick off that theme, reason 25 is Orkney and the Shetlands. So we're going way up there. We're going way up there, yeah. Way up there. Yep, yep. Um, I should probably mention, just because I like to boast about where I'm going, I'm going to the Faroe Islands next week. That's exciting! exciting. Oh my. And they are north of the Shetland Islands again. They're in between Iceland and Scotland. Oh. So they're kind of like a Scottish island, except they're not okay, really. So. Okay. Very there you know. Yes. Fun stuff. All right. Well, we look forward to coming um, back to you guys with our islands theme. And until then, before then, please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Bye-bye. Cheerio.